What's up? Welcome back to the Triple Cross Podcast. We got a special guest today. We're going to talk some LeBron. We're going to talk some NBA. It's all coming up. Let's go. Receiver screen, good play, big play, and in for the touchdown. And Turner looks for the deep left field. Ranging back is Profar, and it's a one nothing start for the Dodgers. Second batter of the game, and the Dodgers take a one nothing lead. What's up, everybody? Obviously a different setup today if you're used to listening to us. Uh, we've got myself and Casey here on the screen. Casey's our AJ Hawk of the day. A uh, little Pat McAfee shout out there. Oh, hey, now he's got his own. Now it's just Casey. Um, and we also have a special guest today, Mr. Jared. Do you want us to use your last name? Do you want people to Go know who you are? It. Go yeah. for it. All right. <laughs> Mr. Jared Bagley, a friend of mine, play hoops with him. That makes him an expert on basketball, I think, in my opinion. He's the best basketball player I know, so personally now. Uh, yeah, Jared, tell us about yourself a little bit. Played some college hoops, right? Yeah, so yeah, I, I played some college ball, um, played in high school. And yeah, me and John, we hoop most weekends and, and during the week. And so I'm excited to be here, an avid basketball fan. Um, so I'm glad to be able to join the podcast today. We hoop on the weekends and during the week. Cases. Yeah. <laughs> both, both things. Um, so, all right, little, little, little 21 questions, not really 21, few questions for you, Jared, before we get started and talk about LeBron. Uh, who's your favorite player of all time? Favorite player of all time is LeBron, James. Love LeBron. I guess we're talking about LeBron anyway. <laughs> but if I had to pick a close second, it would be Steve Nash. But, but yeah, LeBron. That's an means- interesting second. Why Steve Nash? Yeah, I think about Steve Nash I loved is his versatility both as a scorer and getting his teammates better. And his footwork and just as a small guard, I'm, I'm like six foot. And so seeing Steve Nash play and, and dominate in the NBA was like, it, he, I modeled a lot of things in my game after him. And so I just, I love his game. All right. All right. All right. I liked when you said small guard. Yeah. And you and I both was like, I had six feet, you're small. Huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> compared to the NBA, seeing him yeah. compared to. Right. Yeah. yeah. So to I live Nash, in a two by three foot box here. Okay. So yeah. like, I'm, I'm as small as it gets. Yeah. Um, who's very so? Are you like a LeBron fan? Like wherever he goes, like you're one of these people that just whatever team LeBron's on, that's your favorite team. Yeah. Oh so if you gosh. if you'd have seen me in 2018, I had the well, Cavs. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right. That's all right. So so now you're a Lakers fan, of course. At least they suck. So yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah. um, still cheer for them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you have like a team that you fall back on, or you just like what happens when LeBron retires? Are you just not an NBA fan anymore? Yeah, so I'll always be an NBA fan. I'm I'm still working on that. I might have an identity crisis, but I am a Jazz fan. So like, okay. worst comes to worst, I like the Jazz um, when they're not playing LeBron. Okay, so it's like as long as they're not playing the Lakers, you're yeah. in the Jazz. That's, That's cool. Jazz. Yeah, I mean, maybe we could just do a little offshoot Jazz show or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So like, random question. Do you like do you like sushi? Are you a sushi eater? 
I do. Like I, a lot or like, yeah, it's, it's there, I'll eat it. It's like mid. I actually didn't try a, a piece of sushi until I was 19 years old. And so I, I, I recently, I, I so like last year, <laughs> a couple years ago, a couple years, but yeah, I actually enjoy it. I'm not avid, but I, I love sushi. Yeah. It's good. So like if you were like, if you had like a craving for sushi, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Casey, are you a sushi, sushi eater? You're over here in my head. I know that. <laughs> Yeah, man. No, I'm a I'm a sushi guy for sure. I'm I'm way okay. into it. Um, <laughs> You're like, aficionado. Aficionado. I mean, hey, I like what I like. I like like Vegas rolls. I like yeah. uh, things like that. Like nothing like too intense. Like some sushi yeah, is good at moments, but yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at with it too. Like uh, if it's got like cream cheese or if it's deep fried, I'm in. I mean, it's not really you sushi. Deep, <laughs> you could deep fry a sock filled with cream cheese and it'd be delicious. So. <laughs> uh, okay. So if you were like, it had a sushi craving, right? Yeah. You're at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. There's some sushi there. Uh-huh. It's 50% off, mm. but it's a day old. Mm. Like it's like, it's like yesterday's, mm. like that's the expiration date on it was yesterday. Yeah. Would you eat it? Ah. <sighs> Hold on. This is very important. Which store is this? Yeah. Oh, hey, good question. Thanks, this happened man. to me earlier today. This is why I'm asking. Okay. I've seen it was sushi a, at convenience stores, which is it was yeah, a, and this is that was a great question because yeah. there's a grocery store near my house that makes like fresh sushi every day. Yeah. And that and and like their day old would be like it was made yesterday. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's good question. But but it was not that store, it was a Walmart. Okay. Yeah. If, if it's Walmart, no. Yeah. Hard no. In my mind, I was hard thinking pass. something more. Yeah. No, you were no thinking the grocery like, store. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, yeah. Like a place yeah. like that. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, that was a good, that was a good qualifier. Yes. Casey, I'm glad you didn't just like lead him into that. Um, all right. Cool. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. This is fun. This is going to be fun for you. Um, all right. Let's talk LeBron. Uh, do, do, did you watch the game last night? Unfortunately, I didn't watch the game, so I just had to go through some highlights and ESPN. Um, I watched the game the night before, and they were lost, you, unfortunately. Were you busy destroying me? <laughs> Is that why you didn't watch it? But I had some work to do on, yeah. on the men's league. But <laughs> yeah, Jared beat my men's league team by 40 points last night. Not just Jared, but it was mostly Jared. He probably scored 40. Um, yeah, so 49. What, let's pull it up. Let's pull it up here. Um, So LeBron, 140 points for Lakers. And they gave 132. Yeah. So, like, come on. Yeah. Um, but LeBron, just so, you know, like, this play this game, last couple plays, 48 points, eight rebounds. Uh, what are your, who, like, who do you think has had, like, the best game this year? Like, Luca's 60, 20, 10. I, that's pretty insane. That's probably the best game overall, just individual performance. Yeah. Um, but as yeah, I mean LeBron, he's had a lot of those forty point games. But as far as just one game, I have to see. Yeah, Lucas was was insane. <laughs> LeBron took forty eight. Uh, Russell Westbrook twenty four. Wenyan Gabriel mm-hmm. was he a G League pull up? I've never even heard of him. Yeah, so he actually he played at Kentucky, and then like last year they just pulled him up because they needed guys. It was either last year or early this year, and yeah, he's he's got a good role now. Yeah, it was, like, like a rotational role because like. Mm-hmm. Is it just because they're, le- they're like 
hurt in bigger like when Anthony Davis comes back, will he be yeah will Wenyan Gabriel have minutes? He might have a few, but yeah, he's playing big minutes because of AD being injured. Um yeah. but yeah, and with with AD and Thomas Bryant healthy, he he won't play much. But yeah, right now he's getting a lot of minutes. Yeah, this is he's auditioning for a job in yeah. probably Washington or Orlando. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, Kendrick Nunn with 15. Interesting. Still, when everybody's hurt, man, it's crazy. <laughs> Things get crazy. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. What do you What do you do if you're the Lakers? We talk about that. We, we have talked about this so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, what do you do if you're the Lakers? Yeah. If you're Jared Bagley yeah. is the GM of the Lakers yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's hard because it's it's a really bad situation they're in. But I mean, you have. You have a generational talent in LeBron. You have to make some kind of trade. I'm not necessarily saying you have to trade both first rounds, but you at least got to trade one of them. What and, years are they? Um, they're 2027, 20, 2029. What do you can you get? What are you going to get? Do you think? So I've heard. I you, mean, your best deal will come from Danny Ainge, probably. Yeah, because that dude yeah. wants first round picks. Like you know. Yeah, best he deal consumes them. <laughs> Like they're cocaine or something. Which, which if they could get a Clarkson, someone like that. But I've heard uh, Bogdanovich from the Pistons is someone they could give a pick and like either none or Westbrook, maybe one other player and one pick. Do you think that makes an impact? I think it does because he's a guy that can, they need three, they need guys that they need play defense and they need spacing. And he does both of that. Uh, his defense. Is well, his, yeah. Better than their current defense, though. <laughs> Bojan, Bojan Bogdanovich looks like a, looks like a, like, uh, like a stake president. Yeah. You know what I mean? He does. <laughs> That's like a super inside joke for Mormons. <laughs> but he, like, he seriously looks like a dude I'd go to church with, like Brother Bojan over here. It's <laughs> true. Brother Bojan. He had a tree last night. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think Bojan, like, really, like, what is he, 34, 35 now? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, older people can't play defense, but, like, yeah. The defense goes. Yeah. It's definitely a win now situation. Ideally, I think the Pacers, if you could get Buddy Heald and Miles Turner for the two picks and uh Where did the Pacers do that? Which was talked about. Um, because the Pacers really I mean, now I should buy my words, Halliburton's playing well and they're doing better, but they're kind of in a position where they're not they're not gonna contend. And so it's like, well they're not gonna be contenders, but they're gonna make yeah. playoffs. They're gonna maybe even win a win around, depending True. on who they draw. True. Let's see what's the, where are they at right now. Are they in fifth? I can see. Yeah, uh, they're in. Sorry, now. Okay. Um, so they would play into the Celtics. So yeah, they would not win around as of today. Or I guess they could play into the Nets. So they would not win around as of today. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I think you're kind of like. I don't think you can get enough for those first two first round picks yeah, to make a difference. Honestly, if you could, I think the Lakers sell high on Westbrook now. So if you, mm-hmm. if you could move Westbrook and your two, two first round picks, if you're in LA, yeah. you might be able to get enough back for that. Totally. Plus, especially with, I mean, Westbrook's contract is expiring this year, mm-hmm. especially with how much money you'd move off of your books. Totally. With Westbrook. I mean, you could, you could actually make a, totally. You could go from barely making the playoffs to like a contender. I think overnight. Totally. Which is what I think they have. Why don't to do. they move? Why are they so uninterested in moving Russ, do you think? 
I, I don't know. I to me it makes no sense, but I'm not a Lakers fan. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like as a Lakers fan, are like you in on what Russell Westbrook? You know what I mean? See, I'm not. And it's interesting because I've I haven't been in on him the whole ever since he signed. And he has showed, you know, flashes of greatness as a sixth man. But that being said, I mean, two nights ago, for example, they have a game right at the end. It's what Tiger, they're down one, and he goes on Joel Embiid, takes the shot, doesn't even even give LeBron the ball, and he does things like that. Nothing that is curlers. classic rust. Stuff. It is that is classic rust <laughs> stuff. Like if that dude, you remember? Like I remember when Carmelo was like a hundred years old, right? I guess yeah. he's the same age as LeBron, playing on the same team as Damian Lillard, taking mm-hmm. shots at the end of the game. Exactly. It's like who are you? Yeah. Like it's because it's just like so deep in his DNA. You yeah. know what I mean? That is classic rust stuff, though. Like, <laughs> let me pull up from 18 feet, yeah. you know, and, like, brick off of the back <laughs> iron a shot at the buzzer. Yeah. I don't know. Like, see, I don't know. Like, it just it doesn't make sense to me. He's, he's playing pretty well now, for especially sure. for Russ. Because, he to me, he's for such sure. a liability. Yeah. Like, because of that kind of stuff. That, like, man, if you can move him now. Yeah, but who would be a target for Russ? Like, who wants him? Honestly, the only te- the only kinds of teams that really can benefit from a Russell Westbrook are the kinds of teams that are pretty much in the cellar. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, the Bulls. The Bulls yeah. would be a great trade target. Get Caruso back. Yeah, get that dude back here. And well, Caruso is heard- an incredible trade target because of his contract. Totally. If you could get for your two picks. I mean, if the Bulls are interested in tearing down, yeah. which they should be because yeah. whatever they're doing, it's not working. Rumored they are as well. Well, it's not like you've got a really good team that doesn't mm-hmm. win. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, if they're interested in tearing it down a little bit, mm-hmm. I would look for Levine, not for DeRozan. Because for sure. with DeRozan, you get another mid-range guy. For sure. Which is not what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, at least Levine can shoot threes better. Mm-hmm. I'd look for, like, if you could get Levine, and maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Russ and the picks, mm-hmm. and the Bulls would benefit because they just get a guy who, yeah, I don't know him and Demar can run around and yeah. take whatever <laughs> random ass shots they want. Yeah, and then you get Cap next year. Yeah, then you get Cap back, and oh, if you could get Caruso in that trade too, I don't know oh, if they yeah. would part with Levine and Caruso for that. Yeah, Caruso's just such a valuable deal. He is. The other person who's really valuable contract wise right now is Darius Garland. Because he's on six years and he's still on his rookie extension, mm-hmm. but he's a bubble all star. Yeah, I, I bet if you're Cleveland, what? Why would you? Why? It's working. Yeah. What you're doing yeah. is working. Yeah, they. I don't think they'll move anything. What do you think about the LeBron trade rumors? Um, personally, I'm all for it. Um, the, the, and, and the issue is, I know LeBron wants LeBron to be in LA jazz. and he wants it. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm all for it because we LeBron is still he's putting up the same numbers he was putting in his prime, and I, it's like we deserve to see him in the playoffs. I want to see him in the playoffs on a team that can truly contend. Um, and if the Lakers aren't willing to make moves, and if they're not able to get a contender, I I'm all for him getting traded. There, that's probably the first team he's been on that won't just take his direction, basically. Yeah. Like he, I mean, when LeBron comes, he rules everything. Mm-hmm. King James. Yeah. Right. All the way from the front office to like the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's, he is the king. So like, yeah, the Lakers are the first team really who's like, he's wanted to move these picks and they mm-hmm. seem like not interested in doing it. Yeah. It's really strange to see. Which Power is, that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. The Lakers are the one organization that like wouldn't sure. listen to a player like that. You know what I mean? For sure. Jared, where's right. your uh, dream destination for LeBron being the LeBron guy? 
Utah, right? I mean, well, obviously, I'd love Utah. He'd never, he would never play in Utah. That doesn't now. seem like very possible. No, he would never no. play in Utah. He would never play in a non-major unless it was Cleveland. For sure. And that's my, my non-biased. Obviously, Cleveland, they're not going to move anything right now, I think, because they're so good. I would love to see him back in Cleveland, though. You get a, a veteran like LeBron with some young dudes like Garland and Mitchell – that team wins a championship, in my opinion. Yeah, that would be incredible. I but mean, who? I mean, it depends on who they'd have to move to get him. But yeah, if I'm Cleveland, sure. I would move Garland for it. Totally. It's yeah. he's on a great contract. I get it, but like, yep. I don't know. You know, Trevor Biggs. Yeah. I, and I said the other. I said actually last week on the show that like, if if it were me and I had Darius Garland on contract, mm-hmm. I I would not do it. I would not move him for LeBron. Mm-hmm. But if I'm Cleveland, I probably would. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like the Ohio native. Uh, yeah. yeah, you got it. Uh, all right, Casey, any r- other random questions to ask Jared? That was the root of that question was who is your favorite player, I think, right? Or did I, uh, I, I had a little, I had a fun, I'm, I'm kind of the like shake it up, fun little thing guy. So Jared, we started the show talking about sushi randomly. That surprised everybody, yeah. <laughs> including me. Um, I would like to hear your th- three words that come to mind when you think of sushi, just right off the rip. Mm-hmm. Putting the guests uh, guests on okay. the spot. Uh, fish, uh, wet, <laughs> wet. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the third. Uh, uh, unique, unique. unique. Okay. okay, yeah. Wet. I was not weird. expecting wet. <laughs> I wasn't expecting most of those words, but my the exercise was going to be now pick an NBA player comp for those three. Wow. So, so maybe so you go off unique, fish, and wet. wet, and unique. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I already got it. Man. I already got it. This one you need. I, I'm going to go with uh, Bull Bull. Yeah, yeah okay. Bull Bull. <laughs> he's pretty wet. Yeah, he's what? He's unique. Fish, I don't know. He moves quick. He can I had, Der- I had Derek Fisher. Okay, well, yeah. Okay. Right, too easy. Too easy. <laughs> yeah. But he is pretty unique, and he is pretty wet. He is. He is. I like that. Shoot. Bull Bull right. is actually not that wet. Well, He's wet from like two feet away. Well, okay, but the last, I guess, yeah. As far as a shooter goes, but man, he's he's been dominant. He's been wet the last. I like three weeks, four weeks. I like Bobo. Yeah, I mean, he plays in Orlando. Like as yeah, much as you can like anyone true. from Orlando. All right, here's here's one for you. NBA, if you will. <laughs> here's a here's a random here's a random one for you. What do you think of this Paolo Banchero kid? Yes, yeah. no, yeah, you in? Is he him? Uh, he is him. <laughs> I'm all in for Paolo. I think I, even since at Duke, I was actually a huge advocate. And so when he was picked first and people were shocked, I, I thought it was. I thought he was the number one. He's the, you think he's the rookie of the year for sure? I think he's running away with it at this point for sure. Um, what do you think about? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give a player comp that I think of when I think of Paolo. Well, I shouldn't I shouldn't put him in this category yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seems like a random jump. But what do you think of Shea Gilgis Alexander? Mm-hmm. I love his game. I I think hopefully it's sad right now because the Thunder are not good, but I think he's I think he's great. I here here's where I'm at with Paulo, and, and Paulo's a rookie, so give yeah. him time. Give him time. But here's where I'm at with SGA, and and where I'm at with Paulo is like I it's great to be a great player, and it's great mm-hmm. to have like game that's like super aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. But like if your team's not good, it's always so hard to assess how good you are, right? So like. That's true. This is kind of like the Hawks this year with DeJounte Murray, Mm -hmm. right? Like the Hawks were already good, like really good. And they picked up an all-star in the offseason. And they didn't really move much for him. Like it was like picks Mm -hmm. and like some minor players. Mm -hmm. Like the Hawks should be really good now. It's a steal. But why aren't they? 
I think it's because it's like how good was DeJounte Murray? And I'm not saying he's not good. He is good. But like DeJounte Murray, he's sort of in this vein of like Russ Westbrook, Shea Gilgis Mm -hmm. Alexander, Paolo Bonchero, um, DeMar DeRozan that are like, they like really like the mid range. And I don't know that it translates to team success. You know what I mean? For sure. Like I think of a lot of the teams that have those mid rangers and Mm -hmm. it's like, they seem really good, but like the player seems really good, but the team Mm -hmm. doesn't. Thoughts? Yeah. I think it's interesting because I think based off what you're saying, I think there's two kinds of players. There's those who, who are able to adapt and dominate with other stars. And then there's those who are like that. They're, they dominate on a small team, but once they're put with other stars, they can't play well. Yeah. And, and I, I think, I think it's hard to say with them with the Hawks. Yeah. I guess it's a situation between their coaching mess with Trey young and, and with DeJounte it's not a good fit, but then you look at players like, you know, LeBron Wade, certain guys that have been able to make it work. I don't know. I think the test with Paulo will be to see if they do get a Victor Wambanyama, then we'll be able to really see like, oh well, yeah, how does he Well, they already it? have Chet Holmgren. They do. Yeah. Uh, who is not Wambanyama. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that He's Holmgren better. is this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're Gonzaga fans here. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying that, you know, Holmgren is as great as the, you know, the mm-hmm. great Wemby. Uh, For sure. <laughs> but, but like, I don't, I don't know if they'll get Wemby Yama or not, but already with Holmgren, they're supposed to have the pieces, right? Like with, with SGA, with Josh Giddy and with Holmgren, you're supposed mm-hmm. to have the pieces to be a good team. For sure. I just, I, do you think that SGA is a good player who gets his, or do you think he's a winner? Yeah. Honestly, previous to this year, I thought he was a player that got his. But I will say this year, at least, I mean, he hasn't done it in the playoffs yet. And so that's a whole different story. But he's hit game winners. He's he's dominated the fourth quarter. And he's won, he's willed the Thunder to win games. So for now, I, I have to give him his props. Okay. I have to give it to him this year. But until it's playoff success, really, it's yeah. it's surface level. Give me that. Give me the answer on that same question on these other guys we're talking about. DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. DeMar's tough for me because he is clutch. He is a winner. But yeah, his, he was the... Clutchest player in the league last year, statistically. Absolutely, yeah. So I think he's great. But I'll say with, with DeMar DeRozan, I think his lack of a three-point shot really limits him mm-hmm. and his abilities. Um, again, great score. Kind of gives me Carmelo Anthony vibes, though, in the sense of great score, very clutch. But until things are done, playoffs. And you do need to have a team, and I know there's a lot of factors. But what the Raptors, the guy has been Chicago. So very good regular season clutch player. Um, but I wouldn't want him being my number one guy. Um, yeah. On a contender. No, I mean, I think uh, in DeJounte Murray, I mean, yeah. Give me, give me your read on him. I think it's what you're saying, right? Like the guys who have a three mm-hmm. and like Donovan Mitchell, great yeah. mid range shooter, really good mid range sure. player, more dangerous from the three point line, totally. more dangerous around the rim. Totally. Right. Mid-range is the third option for him, but he's still very good, right? Yeah. That's the kind of player that I think it translates to team success. Totally. Right, whereas, like, DeJounte Murray, he's on this precipice. Like, he shoots right now about, this year, about 35.5% from the three-point line. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Not great, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Tomorrow, I don't have him pulled up, but, I I mean, he's probably shot, like, four threes all year. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Paul Avancero, yet to be seen, I think. Yeah. I think he's a big fan of that mid-range game too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. And that's one thing. When the guy's that young, I think they could still develop a three. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's one of those things that I've, I've seen that. Yeah. It's like, I, we don't know yet, but yeah, he's got the mid-range. He's 
incredible going to the basket. Um, but also, you never know because there was there was Ben Simmons that, that way, and then he digressed, and then you have other guys who do develop the three point shot later. And so, yeah, I'll be curious to see. But Dejounte, I think he's good. I don't think he's great. Um, and I just don't know with the Hawks. I just think just a lot of egos, not the, the best fit. Um, Collins doesn't even want to be there, and so yeah, that's a tough situation. They should be so good. The they Hawks should. should be like they they're deep. Like they're one of the deepest teams in the league, honestly. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Maybe the deepest team in the league. <laughs> Other than the Jazz, but they're better at the top than the Jazz are. The Jazz are For deep sure. as well, but they're not as top heavy. For sure. I don't know. Yeah, the Hawks, yeah. why are they in 10th? They're ninth or whatever they're in. What are they in? They're in ninth. They're ninth. Yeah. yeah. They should be better. I mean, yes, like they've had injury issues, so has everybody else, right? Yeah. Uh they're one game. <clears throat> It's like about one game out of ten or out of eight, so they're right there with the Pacers. But the Pacers are supposed to be way worse than them. Do you think the um, Celtics aren't, aren't one of the deepest teams? I wouldn't. I wouldn't characterize the Celtics as particularly deep. Would you? I, they're very good. Very good. Yeah, I would say. Well, as a, if you would ask me this a year ago, maybe I'd say no. But the way Grant Williams has been playing, the way Robert Williams has been playing, and they're mm-hmm. getting Brogdon, I would consider them a deep team. Um, I would consider them deep. Maybe. Like the, the Nets seems the crazy talent, but I think, yeah. I think the main issue with the Celtics, I guess they are doing more this year, at least in playoff basketball, they only run about seven guys through their rotation, maybe True. eight. Right. And so, I mean, if we're looking at their rotational players, it's like, so we've got starting five, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford, Marcus Smart. I don't know, probably Grant Williams, probably maybe what Robert Williams. No, because Robert Williams will play the center. Al Horford will play a forward. All right. So then you've got Malcolm Brogdon, who I actually think is maybe a six man of the year. Yeah, right? awesome. So if we're saying six man is deep, like, yeah. But I still mm-hmm. deep. I'm like, where are you at like your ninth or 10th? Right. Yeah. What happens if somebody gets hurt? Grant Williams then moves to the seventh man spot. And then we're looking at Peyton Pritchard, Luke Cornett. Mm-hmm. I mean. Robert yeah. Williams is there too. Like Robert Williams, I said, is a starter. Oh, yeah. okay. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Derek White, I guess. Derek White, he's been good. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking at Malcolm Brogdon, Grant Williams, Derek Wright. That's kind of the Celtics formula is this like eight man, mm-hmm. really good rotation. Mm-hmm. But then there's a big fall off, which I guess you can get by with eight. You know, mm-hmm. what, what, how deep do you have to be to be considered deep? Well, I guess the the Warriors kind of set a standard now that has made deep to a new level with you know all their guys throughout their dynasty. And so I would say eight nine guys, good. Like that's deep in my opinion, oh, honestly. Eight, eight, so like a good eight. Is, a good eight, I'd say, is deep. Well, okay. they can say healthy. <laughs> I, I feel like a good, like, nine or ten. Yeah. I don't, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, well, one thing the Celtics have done is stay healthy, right? So I'll give them that. True. All right, should we spin, should we do some wheel spinning? Spin that wheel. Let's spin the wheel. All right. Uh, I don't know what's on the we'll wheel, sp- but spin it. We'll spin our stuff to do wheel. There's a infinity oh, screen. Cool right. visual. Yeah, so this, the, the, the wheel just decides what we're talking about next. That's oh pretty boy. that's pretty much it. I don't think I need to explain it any more than that, right? We're spinning the wheel. Let's go. And the wheel is landing on Twitter topic. That's fun. Okay, so all right, Casey, to you then. What do you wanna what do you wanna let's where, where should we go down the Twitter rabbit hole? What Twitter rabbit hole should we go down here? Uh, okay. You got Twitter pulled up then? Yeah. Well, yes, I'm not signed into our study. Okay. 
It's a good time. Okay. Um. Yeah, we've done a lot of player talk. I think I think we could focus more on like a team, maybe like a a bubble team, somebody who's who's kind of falling out of favor, maybe maybe if we're searching for a topic on Twitter, somebody like uh maybe like the Pacers, like some checking on like the Pacers team on Twitter. Let's check in on the Pacers. Four game on losing Twitter. streak. They're eighth in the East. Oh. About to lose my battery here. Where's my charger? Are you just gonna you wanna do a little share ski? Yeah, let's do it. Is this a USB C charger? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Mine's not a USB C, so that won't work for me. Shoot. Just doing it live here. I don't know where mine went. Somewhere. Figuring it out. All right. Indiana Pacers. We'll just have you monologue on the Pacers while I find my charger. Um, all right. We got John Morant. That's not really about the Pacers. Just he's talking about not people talking about Duncan. On. I will. All right. Should we talk about John Morant Duncan on everyone or should we talk about the Pacers? Let's watch this. Guy. I mean, hey, this was meant to be John Morant just jumping up there. So why not? Let's watch some John Morant dunks here. Who's this on? Who doesn't love a little job? Oh, my gosh. Dude's wow. dirty. That, that's a guy who, if he could shoot like 37, 38% of the time, would be. I got a question for you, Jared. Jared. Yeah. Jared, I got a question for you. Here's a Twitter topic. Do you subscribe to John's School of Thought or do you go to Twitter dark mode? Because I am dark mode on any possible platform that has the option. <laughs> So I'm actually, I'm not a dark mode guy. And I think it's maybe just ignorance, lack of, I, I, I'm, I'm never in dark mode. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm always just on the classic white and blue. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, I can still respect that. So I yeah, I gotta, I gotta side there. with him here. <laughs> it's a little easier but I do on think the it looks eyes cool when, when you're on that it. dark mode. All right. It is. I want people yeah, to drop it, it in the comments. Are you, a, are you yeah. a dark mode or a light mode user in the comments, guys? Uh, we do have some comments, by the way. Uh, might be Orlando, Felix. I'm not totally sure. Oh, for the trade rumors, I don't know. Is that are we talking about the LeBron trade rumors? I don't know if he's talking about LeBron or. Yeah, Felix, clarify with us who you mean here. If you're still aboard, John is trying to figure out how to. Okay, you know what? I'm going to we're going to audible here, John. Um, Jared, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. So, uh, this is a topic that we brought up. We're gonna going off of off of the wheel for a second while John gets stuff situated. Uh, there's a topic that I brought up that kind of gets shot down by John. John's kind of entertaining it a little bit more maybe these days, but I mm-hmm. want your take on it. Does Steph Curry belong mm-hmm. in? I'm not saying is he the goat, but does yeah. he belong in the conversation for the goat? And before you uh, jump in, let mm-hmm. me just say, kind of the main premise on it is he is part of a dynasty you know team success with him on board and if you take away like one-on-one scenarios you know maybe he wouldn't Mm -hmm. thrive in those against some of the other goats but for what he does for the role he plays Mm -hmm. you really can't play it better that's kind of the main thesis i have there so how good are they at their job that would be my uh my criteria for goat based on that what do you think uh what do you think about that being in the conversation at least yeah well based so based off that criteria and like what he's done for the game and what he does as far as for his position, everything. I actually, I do. I definitely think he should be in the GOAT conversation. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I do, because here's the thing. Obviously, if we're looking at like, yeah, if you take the physical intangibles and everything, like I think LeBron and Jordan are just in a league of their own. But for Curry's size and what he's done in the game, for the game, and like how he dominates consistently, like 
Definitely. Like in, in my opinion, like, and if you're going to do a full like conversation, Oh, he has to be in every conversation. I, I, I personally think he's the most skilled player ever. I, I think as far as just sheer skill. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Let's get this guy back on the show more. John. How, uh, <laughs> how, how, how many players deserve to be in the conversation for go? to ruin my fun. How many, how many players? Le- legitimate, so like legitimate like, go. Yeah, like hey, this yeah, team. this this person deserves a mention in this conversation. I, Just gut reaction: five players, ten players, two players. For I would give honestly, like like three for the if you take all encompassing in basketball for just a okay. Go. All right, so hold on. Yeah. LeBron is one of them for you for sure. And there there are two more spots of people who you think legitimately deserve to be in the conversation for the greatest basketball player of all time. Sure. And you think one of the two of them is Steph Curry? No, 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 no wait. Go, are we going back? Is this? Are we talking like? Is this different? I said all encompassing. Steph and Curry for off of his criteria. Yeah, no. Casey uses a different criteria for goat because he's a weird yeah. person well, yeah. who doesn't think of basketball as a complete game. I based loaded, off of that I criteria, a little. Because okay. based off of Casey's criteria, there, there's more than three. But if we're just talking like everything, like. All encompassing, just greatest basketball player of all time. Of all time, does Steph Curry deserve to be in the conversation? I wouldn't put him in for just greatest player off of what he's done in his position in the game. I would, but overall, go. I I wouldn't put him in the conversation. Yeah, I mean, he's close. He's the go. Felix says he's the go to the three for sure. (laughs) Curry maybe go to playing for just one team like Dirk. Uh, All right, cool, cool. Uh, Also, Felix did clarify he wanted. Trade rumors as a topic for Twitter. Uh, That's cool. I mean, we already decided on Pacers. So I found one on the Pacers. Give me your thoughts on TJ McConnell. This dude is like legitimately one of my favorite players. Yeah. He's the model. I think I've told you before before that I'm like, if I could yeah, like, yeah. model my game after anyone, it'd be TJ McConnell. Yeah. But I'm just not that good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not as good. Well, obviously none of us are as good. But even yeah. on my level yeah. of like grown men basketball, I'm yeah. not. No, yeah. Give me your thoughts on TJ McConnell. Do you think he's, I don't know. I guess like, do I you have a hot take or are you just going to be like, yeah, he's cool. I would say he's the modern day Delhi from 2015 modern finals Delhi. The modern day dude, 2015 you, <laughs> He just hustles, man. He's skilled, but he, he plays harder than anybody. And that's why he's in the NBA. I don't think a player that was in his prime like less than 10 years ago needs a modern day version. <laughs> but we know how Delhi took over. He just doesn't get the publicity because he's in Indiana. But he does the same things. He hustles. Yeah. He works his butt off. And he's, he's good. Yeah, I love him. Dude, he's a dimer. Like, he's so mm-hmm. he's a great passer. He's a really great defender. I would have called him the modern-day John Stockton. That, yeah, that's a great – yeah. That's more true. You're like, who? <laughs> no. <laughs> I remember it was earlier earlier in the show. This is a, like a little call-out to your age. I was going to ask you, like, well, when you were a kid, like, who was your favorite player? Yeah. And I was like, when you were a kid, LeBron was a kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> LeBron's just always been That's funny. All right, what else on the Pacers? Uh, oh, former Pacer. So we can talk about Hallie, obviously. But former Pacer, uh, TJ Warren coming on for the for the freaking Nets finally. Like he's been injured for so long. You've been watching TJ Warren. Should we check in on him? Yeah. Should we do a little TJ Warren check in? Like he's been hurt since the the bubble. Yeah. Well, there's last uh, they played the Celtics. They lost. But TJ weren't TJ got his 20, old number one. How's he look in regular season? That is less good than I thought. Uh all right. Well, so he has some good nights. 
Yeah, he came on big in the bubble. Uh, and I also think, like, the best version this is just such a, a team where touches are hard to find. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, if Joe Harris is going to put up 18 points, who else is going to be scoring? I mean, Kyrie is going to get his. I guess Kevin, Kevin Durant being injured makes some room. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a loaded team. All right, I got one. I'm gonna I'm gonna shift gears here. We're not gonna do a Twitter topic. Do another spin. Before you move on, John Felix yeah, wanted yeah. to say that Portland is crazy to trade CJ McCollum. I don't know where that got sparked from. Crazy, uh, crazy but, to trade mm. CJ. Hmm. But he wanted um, to make sure that we knew yeah. that he thought that. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I well, I think here's the thing. I think if they're gonna go to tank and and essentially try to get picks, they're not crazy to do that. I, I see what you're saying, though, because, like, overall the trade was definitely better for the Pelicans. But I personally think Portland needs to just clean slate. I think they need to tank. And so I well, – what does I'm that mean? The trade. Do you think they need to move I off I think they Dame? need to move off Dame. As, as loyal as Dame is, and I know as much as they love him, you're not going to win a championship. Look at – since they've had Dame, they do not have a roster that can win. And in my opinion, if I'm not a contender, I'm moving off. It's like with the Jazz last year, what you had to do. You're not contending – they're yeah, they're I'm not a big fan of rebuilds. I've said this before, but yeah. there are maybe two or three GMs head coaches I, mm-hmm. I trust in this league to really rebuild True. a team. Yeah. So like do I trust Danny Ainge to do yeah. it? He's one of them. For sure. Uh the guy in Houston, what's his name? The GM. I can't remember. I know it was Daryl Morey, but yeah, well, that's I would trust him to do a rebuild, yeah. right? And he's done some successful ones. But, like, yeah, I, I, I'm not a big fan of rebuilds. So if I'm Portland, yeah, maybe move off. To, but who, where do you target? You're not going to get the value back for him, I don't think. Yeah. You know, I, in picks. The you're going to get picks, but picks are so – Yeah. I mean, I guess they're, they're trade assets as well. But, um, yeah, I don't know. The, where do you target? Who's, who's the target for Dame? I mean, really, anybody would love to have him, but he's expensive. Yeah. I think... Who's got the salary space or would move a marquee player? Yeah, that's the good question. I mean, because you always hear, like, the Lakers or the Chaz have on him, but I... I would love to have him. Which, but, yeah, would be great, but I don't know. His contract's so big that I, I don't know. Who could we even move for him? We don't have anyone on the contract Yeah, with that. no way. The, the Jazz could, yeah, they couldn't. Yeah, we'd have to move like Clark, we'd have to move like our whole backcourt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess our backcourt is deep, but like, I mean, if you moved Sexton and Clarkson, yeah, kept Conley, maybe mm-hmm. Conley's probably on the biggest contract though. Yeah, so move Conley and Sexton or Conley and Clarkson, mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of picks for yeah. Dame. I still don't think you 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 still wouldn't need to move some salary around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and even then, we're going to win a finals with that. We could pull up the trade finder and try it. Yeah, but like, I Dame's on what forty five million or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. A huge extension. Ooh. I'm just shooting from the hip. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot though. And and if they increase the salary cap, his salary, his contract states, his salary will go up. Mm. Yeah. So he has like a protection against the salary cap cap increase in there, which is another little wrinkle. Um, Felix says if Portland wants to tank. They shouldn't win twice with the Mavs in one week. Felix is a Mavs fan, in case you're wondering. Uh, he's okay, a big-time cool. Dirk fan and now a cool. big-time Luka fan. Cool. Um, all right, I want to do let's, – let's spin the wheel again. Let's spin the wheel. How are we doing let's on time, it. Casey? How are we doing What's that? Doing good. Asking how we're doing on time. All right, spin it. Spin that wheel. What do you want it to be, Jared? 
Okay, probably top 10. I don't know. Top 10. Top 10 would be fun. Hey, spin again would be fun. Oh, let's do a team check-in. Casey or Felix, whoever gets there first. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'll spin for a team check-in. <laughs> this will be fun. Okay. NBA teams. Got an NBA teams wheel. Spin there. I just really like this is very satisfying. <laughs> this is, it's awesome. Are we going to get a Nets check-in really? <laughs> like we kind of already did that. Uh, okay, so first and foremost, do you know uh, Katie's injury status? I guess I could check my Yahoo. Um, like or like four weeks. Two to four weeks. I'm pretty sure. Around four. What weeks. is it, an ankle? Um, I don't remember. It was something, yeah, with his lower I mean, it's a lower yeah. <laughs> It's like a lower leg injury, yeah. yeah. Um, Kevin Durant injury update. Dude, okay, I'm but up, still, though. Like, that is the team that we thought it was. Like, this team we've been seeing the last weeks, that's the team. We thought they've, they've moved in second in the East. Um, injury report. Let's see. He can ran. MCL. It's MCL training. Um, and it is, whoa. Can you guys hear that? I don't know if you could hear that. I could. Uh, it was an ad on the website, so I went away from it. So I don't know Kevin Durant's injury status. But, uh, yeah, I, MCL, two to four weeks, I think. You were right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but let's check in on the Nets here. So, Nets, they were on, like, a, a like the one of the longest win streaks. I'll show my screen here. Oh, yeah, you already did it. Thanks, I got Casey. you, bro. I got you, bro. Dude, all right, so uh, we got a loss to the Celtics, but other than that, uh, of their last 10 games, we got a 1-1, and 2-1, and 3-1 with one win over the Pelicans, 3-2 uh, with a loss to the Bulls. Dude, the Bulls are such a freaking wild card. 4-2, uh, and 5-2, and 6-2 over the Hawks, 7-2 and two over the Cavs, 8-2 and two over the Bucks. so 8 of their last 10. But we can keep going. They dropped 143 points on the Warriors, um, so that's 9-2. and two. 10 and 2 with the Pistons, 11 and 2 with the Raps, 12 and 2 with the Wizards, 13 and 2 with the Pacers, 14 and 2 with the Hawks again, 15 and 2 with the Hornets. Last loss before that was on December 4th. So since December 4th, well, let's say since December, they've lost three games since December started. Like this was the team we thought it was supposed to be, right? And how many games has Kevin Durant been out? So he was out against Boston. Bring, bring me the Nets back. Who's out against Boston? Who's out against Miami? I never learned. Maybe if you could give us like one or two zooms on your screen, John. It might make it easier for somebody watching to Sorry, follow dude. along. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Jared, do you have thoughts on that? I just filled you in yeah. on the on the Nets update. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they're three or four games without him. Was he playing against the Pelicans? Yes. So mm-hmm. their last real big challenge besides the Celtics, which they lost, mm-hmm. uh, he was he was playing. We think there's a little bit of schedule softness in that, in that win streak for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. The Heat aren't really that bad. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I think – well, here's the – it's funny because I've always – the Nets have just disappointed. They've underperformed. But I genuinely think they're a contender at this point. They're, it's them or Boston or Milwaukee in my 
Cleveland, maybe. So maybe, but so, uh, here's here's I, if this would have landed on tier maker. Yeah, I would have asked you. Let's do a tier maker on legitimate championship contender teams in the NBA right now. No, no yeah. love for the Sixers. I heard in that group. Just, just kind of glanced right over them. I, no, you're the, right. The no Sixers are very Sixers. capable. They're very capable. But I personally, yeah, no love for the. I don't Sixers. think. I don't think that. Let if every team's playing their absolute best basketball. Mm-hmm. I think the Nets or the Celtics. Yeah. Like those are the only real contenders. No bucks. I don't think they're deep enough. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, that Giannis factor could go a long way. For sure. The, I, I'd probably put them in the tier. You okay. know what I mean? If we we're doing yeah. a tier maker, I'd put them in that S tier of like true contenders. Mm-hmm. For sure. But I don't even think I'd put a team in the West in the, in the true contender status. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you? I mean, uh, Denver. Yeah. Honestly. Denver and maybe the Clippers. That's exactly yeah. who I was going to say. Yeah. Even though they're sitting there in fifth or sixth, they're probably like the only team from the West that I'm like, yeah, they yeah. can match up. Yeah, and I think they lose to any I team that wins so the too. East. They yeah. can try. They can match up. Yeah, but unless you got some like Kawhi playoff magic, totally. <laughs> you know, weird which I don't. I do it. Could could Kawhi play seven games in a row? Like I don't think so. I I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, <laughs> this guy plays like one game a week, some yeah. weeks. Some yeah. weeks, not even every week. <laughs> um, yeah. Definitely. All right. Should we do one more spin and then, I don't know, bounce? What are you thinking? How are we doing, Casey? Let's I'll do let it. you make decisions here. One more spin. Do it feels right. Do it feels right. Do a spin. All right. Give me a spin. Let's do a spin. All right. All right. Let me switch to the other one here. Unless Felix has a specific topic he would like us to cover. He's been saying the magic like crazy. He has. You really, do, you really want to talk about the magic? I think he just wants to talk about the magic because he knows we don't want to. Orlando might be Orlando. Yeah. Orlando. By the way, <laughs> by the way, I do want to call out this comment from Felix. Classic Ben Simmons stat line: <laughs> zero points and thirteen assists. I didn't even catch that when we were looking at it. I think I just oh, wasn't surprised yeah, by that. Yeah. You know, at this point, if Ben Simmons, old Benny, one point gets zero points, it's like, oh, whatever. Same thing. Pretty par for the course. <laughs> Classic Ben Simmons. Um, all right. I don't know. Do you want to talk about the – we already talked about Paulo Banchero. What else is there to talk about on the Magic? We talked about Bol Bol, too. <laughs> hey, we really, you got your Magic. Hey, we already covered the Magic. All right, we're doing a spin. Felix, just be here for the whole show. That's on you, man. In case you missed it, Bobo is the sushi of the NBA. Yes. <laughs> That's really what no we're doing from this episode. Yeah. All right. Well, I messed up my uh, wheel of names. So we're going to just go to. I didn't sense what happened. So let's do a little tear maker. We kind of just did it for the East. Yeah. You want to do a tear maker? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's do a tear maker. We did tear maker on the East. Let's do a tear maker on who do you think has a legitimate chance to come out of the West? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so S tier, we'll give it like, yeah, like what's the S tier of like, which is I don't I don't understand this at all. Maybe you can explain it, Casey. But uh, w- when people do tiers, tier makers, they like start with S and then they go to A. So it's like mm-hmm. S A B C. Okay, yeah, it's real, it's real life. I mean, that's what people. Do. I didn't make up the format. It's just what. I, do. do you know why though? What does S stand for? Like special? I don't know. Special and good. Super. Something just like. In general, something good, good. Yeah, something super, super, super duper. <laughs> special, special, yeah, the special. Um, all right, starting with the S tier, that's like here are the most real true. Contenders. What do you think coming out of the West? So I have I have four, which is kind of a lot. Um, 
Mm, four so, for the S tier. I do because here's the thing. I, currently, some of these are going to sound crazy, but I think once you get to the playoffs, things change. And here's why. So I think Clippers and Nuggets, as we said, mm-hmm. I think that goes through definitely. This one's going to surprise you, but I'm a huge Pelicans guy, and I think the Pelicans could do it in the West this year. The way it's, the way it's kind of playing, and the, with a healthy Zion and Brandon Ingram comes back, I think they could do it. And the other team, I know right now this sounds like very dumb, but I still I can't bet against the Warriors once they get in the playoffs. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Once once they're in the playoffs, it's like LeBron. If they're in it, you have to like they're a legitimate contender. Yes, give me Casey. I'm gonna I would put the Pelicans in the A tier. Mm-hmm. Casey, give me a tiebreaker on this. Pelicans S tier. Pelicans A tier. I think that man, that's a tough one. That's tough. I think my natural response is A, but like maybe they maybe they've played their way up there. But naturally, I, I want to go A with yeah. it. It feels I, it feels I, right I can't right now. rely enough on Zion's health. Yeah, it's tough. That's it. I can't rely enough on Zion's health. I think right, they might so be officials, top of the A tier. You know what I mean? Like right, official. They're kind of like they're kind of like an S A like hybrid. What do you call that? They're like a cusper. You know what I mean? They're on the cusp. Yeah, Felix also agrees. He has A tier. They don't have enough experience. That is the issue. Yeah. Last year helped, though. I mean, apparently the Blazers perform so good in the regular season that you kind of get you get smelling yourself a little bit. You go into the playoffs without like a lot of playoff experience and kind of early exit or just not not reach those heights you wanted to hit in playoff ball because you kind of like, oh, yeah, we're good. We can beat regular season teams. Then, like, a team like the Warriors, who's been there, like you said, like, can't count them out. You're like, no, we play playoff ball here. Like, I, th- you know, I, think, I think that in the West, there's some landmine matchups with low mm-hmm. seeds. So as of right now, if the playoffs started today, mm-hmm. the Pelicans would have the Clippers in the first round. Ooh. Yeah. Right. The Grizzlies would have the Warriors in the first round. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's like a just recipe for a seven-two upset or or a six-three upset. You know what I mean? So that's that's where I am with the Pelicans. Is I mean they get out of the first. I, I don't see them coming out of the West. You know what I mean? Um, and honestly, yeah, I, I'm going to put the Clippers in that S tier as like a you know just respect. But I don't. I really they're kind of one that I'm like I just don't see Kawhi and and can a Kawhi-less Clippers come out of the West? So that's my question. Yeah, no, they have to have Kawhi, and they that, and yeah. even then, he's he's I, not made it through a playoffs. I put them in the A tier too, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't I mean, know I why got, they deserve S tier, honestly. I, I would okay if I were to give you one Clippers or Pelicans, they get to be in S tier. The other one has to go to A. Both fully healthy. You, whichever one most likely to come out of the West, I I would trust the Clippers more than the Pelicans. Okay, I put them ahead. All right, A tier. I'll go here. So A tier, like kind of an outside shot to come out of the West. I'm going to go. So the Lakers are a weird one because if they actually make a move before the trade deadline and it's a good move, they could go from being not in the playoffs to being a contender like we've talked about. Mm -hmm. Uh, But where they stand today, no. Uh, Timberwolves are also a weird one for that same reason. Like what happens when Cat comes back? A tier, I'm going to go with Mavericks. Pelicans, mm-hmm. Grizzlies. That's it. Mm-hmm. Suns. Did we, Kings, did we get the Kings in the S tier? I don't have them. No, I don't have them in the A tier. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I, I think they're in the B tier. Yeah. I think they're where the Jazz are. Yikes. Mm-hmm. You have any disagreements on the A tier? No. What about the Suns? Where do, you, where do you put the Suns? So that's actually, I had Mavericks, Grizzlies, and I 
I do still put the Suns in the A tier, assuming because I know right now they're like the 12 seed, but with Booker back, Aiden, they're I, missing their backcourt. Yeah. yeah, I'd still put them as an A tier. Not quite good enough, but Kings are right and on the cusp. Who did you knock out from what I said? I said Pelicans, Mavs. Well, I had the Pelicans in my S tier. Oh, yeah. So that was the difference. I oh, I said Grizzlies. You don't have Grizzlies in there? Taylor? Oh, no, no. So I had Memphis and the Mavericks and the Suns. Okay. So let's say let's say we technically had to knock the Pelicans down into the A tier. Okay. If I had let's say knock, you have you only have three spots. Who, do, who would you knock into the next tier? Um, it's got to be the. I'd, knock, I'd actually knock the Mavs. I don't. Yes, yeah, that's good actually as Luca good is deep Me at too. All. Yeah. Me too. I uh, I love me some yeah. Luca. Oh, he's cute. Cute incoming Felix comment. Yeah, Felix. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Felix. Christian Wood is your second best player. Just not. Yeah, yeah. Spencer, good, Spencer, Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie <laughs> yeah. is your number two guy. Yeah. Uh, How Kings. are you guys gonna feel if the Kings do go on a deep playoff run? How are you gonna feel? Deep back playoff run's fine. We're talking about love. coming out of the West, yeah. though. Casey. What if they do? What if they do? I'd be that'd be, I'd be awesome. shocked. I'd love it. I'd be so proud of them. Yeah, uh, I'd be so <laughs> proud of the. the I'd like, hey, that that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. You losing to whoever came out of the East in four games. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be super fun. Yeah, I'd be shocked. Uh, all right, B, B tier. Let's stop it at the B tier. Uh, B tier. We so who did we knock down? Mavs. Mavs are yeah. at the top of the B tier. Uh, Jazz, Timberwolves, Blazers. If we can only if we can only choose three, it's out of those four. All right, give you me to, give me your thoughts. Do I have to feed, put the Kings. I need though? Don't I have to put the Kings. Oh yeah, Kings. Yeah, so Mav Kings, Mavs Kings. And then it's going to be uh, Jazz, Jazz, Timberwolves, Blazers. So that last spot in the B tier is probably, I'm guessing for you as well, between the Jazz, Timberwolves, and the Blazers. Or would you knock the Kings down? So I'd have. So we're we had, Jazz fans, so there's going to be some bias here. Yeah, well, true. But here's the thing: you, you guys are shocked with me. We had Kings and Mavs, and I know you got Kings. Do you just to be clear, you have Kings as more likely than the Jazz. Yes. Yes. Kings, Mavs. I do as well. Now, this is a, a tough one. It's between, actually, as I know this is going to be crazy, and you're going to think I'm biased because I love LeBron. It's between the T-Wolves and the Lakers for my last spot. And the reason I say that, the Lakers I know right now are not in that race, but they're like two games out of what, like the sixth seed? And I, I trust the Lakers more than the Blazers or the Jazz, if I'm being honest. Um, I think the I do. I think the Lakers might mess around and miss the playoffs. Yeah. That's the only problem. They might. They might. That, that's the issue. Uh, you have to come out of the West when you don't make. The I'm actually gonna. I'm actually in on the Timberwolves. I think they're pretty good with yeah. their full with with cat back. Yeah. yeah, Anthony Edwards is a really good basketball player, and yeah, D'Lo's really good too. D'Angelo Russell's like kind of underrated. He's a great pick and roll player, and so is Rudy. Like those two get the pick and roll figure out, mm-hmm. and then you've got spacing with Cat. You've got spacing mm-hmm. with Anthony Edwards. You got spacing with like I don't know all their other guys. Really, everyone mm-hmm. else on that team shoots. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm in on the Timberwolves, honestly. Yeah. I think they take my last spot, too. Lakers are right there, but I'd take If the, the Lakers make a move, though. If they make a move, they'll be or A tier. Yeah. All right. That was a fun one. Felix, yeah, thanks. Thanks for not being too mad about us moving the, the Mavs down. I agree. I, I, <laughs> it's a, a lot of Luka to get all the way through the West, you know? I mean, the fact that he basically carried into the – yeah. Western Conference Finals last year, but Jalen Brunson was a big part of that. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Uh, Jerry, 
Thank you for being here, my guys. Yeah, thank you this for having Casey. Me. Give me this a fist bump. Awesome. This way. Uh, this way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Good fist bump. Uh, all right, Casey. Say all the YouTube things. Take. All right, Triple Cross. It's been a fun one. Thank you for tuning in to this basketball episode of the Triple Cross podcast. Uh, thanks, Jared, for joining us. Thanks, John, as always, for running this show for us. And until next time, you keep it real. <laughs>